This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Zappy days. Is Bailey going to start next Sunday? Hoyer got hurt. Here comes Zappy. All happy Zappy rejoins the rest of the Six Rings postgame show here on WEI and the WEI Sports Radio Network at WEI, at Fitzy GFY, and at Jumbo Hart. Yes, sir. Andy Hart, it appears as though you have something you would like to share from social media. So there's a lot of talk about the spot and, you know, go for the win and Bailey Zappi's young and maybe playing not to win, lose, blah, blah, blah. Do we have something from the surrender index? No, I just want to give you some perspective on the spot that Bailey Zappi was in. Bailey Zappi is the first player ever, big E, big V, big E, big R. So uh, all capitalized for emphasis. To make his NFL debut as a visitor at Lambeau Field and throw a TD pass in that game. See, he was on a heater. Belichick should have trusted him to go for it there. So he was going to be the first to throw two TD passes in his NFL debut at Lambeau Field. No, he was going to be the first quarterback to be a third stringer and make his debut at Lambeau Field and get the win by beating A.A. Ron Rodgers. Yeah, I just think, you know, you also need to understand the perspective of the spot. But that doesn't change the ability. Huge moment. No, all y'all. Are being critical of one. Oh, fourth and five. You should have gone for it. No, no. Second, second and five was I when you go for it. Second and five, and that is where the rubber met the road. Okay, well, you may not have had a fourth and five had you gone for it on second and five. Nothing gets by you. No, nothing. you are Tony Romo esque in your analysis. By the way, this Take hour, uh, this hour of the Six Rings post game show, if my rude co host will allow for a sponsor's read. The Six Rings postgame show this hour is brought to you by Unified Office and their revenue-producing restaurant phone technology. <laughs> Unified, something you and I are not. <laughs> All right, Andy, let's do it. Let's do a little thumbs up, thumbs down on the night. Uh, the players that popped and the players who did not. Let's start because it is a moral victory Sunday, uh, which will trend right into a moral victory Monday. We want to try to stay upbeat. We want to be happy. We want to look to the positive side of things that hopefully the Patriots will be able to gain and build uh, off the momentum from tonight's thrilling yet difficult defeat. And the oh Chiefs my are God. absolutely taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the woodshed. Patrick Mahomes just put a Madden-esque, and I mean the video game-like play, where he rolled right, spun around, avoided a tackler, ran forward a little bit more, and then underhand pitched it into the end zone for like a two-yard touchdown pass. Highlight real crap. 
Holy moly. Look at this guy. Look at, yep, spin move. And then, yeah, you know what he did? He did one of those when you're at the carnival and you're try- or at the arcade and you're trying to yeah you're not score really the, shooting score the little like- basketball as often as you can you just do like quick shot quick yep. shot he just he did that for it a to the corner to Edwards Hilaire who has two touchdowns it's twenty one to three yes Chiefs so wow. let's start with the thumbs up Ooh, here in boy. positive six rings post game show thumbs up two thumbs up two yeah two thumbs up I am going to give every thumb I have which is only two obviously I can use mm-hmm. my toes maybe. Get the panda bear with the opposable thumb to also give me a thumbs up. Bailey Zappi. I don't know how you can not start there. What I just read. First ever. to they It opened in 1957. No one's ever made their debut, debut as a visitor at Lambeau Field and thrown a touchdown. He did that. He did have a turnover on the fumble. The the strip sack, which I wouldn't put on him. I would uh, put no, elsewhere. The, the person we'll that we're going to rename the thumbs down list uh, after. But, you know, first and foremost, I thought he looked comfortable. They had some issues. You could actually argue that he threw a touchdown pass on a uh, delay of gameplay. Oops. Um, but they didn't call it, so therefore it is not a penalty. And the referees, therefore, deserve a spot on the thumbs-up list as well. Yeah, they were pretty bad. <laughs> oh they screwed God. up a lot of things. Like, I thought Aaron Rodgers was absolutely down when he spun out of a sack. Um, Correct. We lost 10 yards in, on in, that in one. In overtime. Because he um, went, he went uh, the back of the his back hand of his down hand while he was down. holding the ball. It's supposed to be only the palm of your hand or the bottom of your feet. Yeah. And uh, so they screwed that up. But Bailey's I demand happy. an investigation. Where's Ted Wells? Number 97 on offense. Yeah, yeah number 97, 97 on offense. And then they changed it. So th- they had some <laughs> issues. Is Demarcus Mitchell. Who's focus a on the positives linebacker. here. <laughs> Bailey Zappi um, thrown into Lambeau Field and that whole thing. And I thought did about as good a job as you could have expected. And we don't know. Like, they were conservative. I don't know what he would have done if you had asked him to throw it 20, 22 times, 24 times, whatever, if you had opened it up a little bit. You know me. I kind of like Bailey Zappi. I'm intrigued by what I've seen so far and uh, certainly remain intrigued after that performance at Lambeau. Who's got two thumbs and is the best at everything? This guy. <laughs> He's such an idiot. <laughs> That's Christian Fourier. That's our guy. Know. Yeah, Fourier, you done with the post game? You calling in? Yeah, yeah, I'm calling I, you out. He's probably drunk this week. Um, so after that, I would go to the two running backs and the mm-hmm. running game. Yes. Kind of as a group. So Two-headed you monster. Damian Harris. Well, it's really a seven-headed monster. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and the five guys up front. Because I did think Trent Brown, for whatever reason, got a bee in his bonnet. And when Trent Brown is motivated at six foot seven, three, Hell four, hath 500 no fury pounds, like the man mountain that is Trent Brown. If he is motivated. And so that ground game got going, and that was a key factor for you. I think you rushed for eighty, just over 80-plus yards for Harris. Uh, Harris and just over 60-plus yards for Stevenson. Um, so I thought that was a key aspect. First of all, we thought that was going to be a key aspect of Brian Hoyer. <laughs> Never mind when Bailey Zappi comes in. You, We thought, I said, I think, on the Six Rings preview we did, the yep. podcast, if you don't rush for a buck fifty or a buck seventy, you don't have a shot in Hades. Like no. that has to be a part of your game plan. And also shout and out was. to the offensive line as well. Uh, when Pete Bukowski from the Locked On Packers podcast joined us for the preview, he said, "Watch out for Kenny Clark. He's been uh, an absolute pass rushing monster and playing yep. like a man on fire and possessed at that." They neutralized him today pretty well. The pass protection, save for the person we will rename the thumbs down list after momentarily, was actually pretty rock solid yep. today. Yep. So I-, I thought that was good. Um, you know, and interestingly, this guy doesn't get on the thumbs up list, but David Andrews, the one time you saw David Andrews and Kenny Clark was when Kenny Clark was losing his mind, um, and cheap shot in the back of the head. And you know, when you usually do that as a defensive lineman, when you're having a slow day, like when you're being frustrated, frustrated, when you're being blocked. And I think that was a frustration foul, as they would say in the NBA on Kenny Clark. 
against uh, David Andrews there. So, um, the, and I personally, this is what I did. You can call me a, a, a cheap shot, whatever, take the easy way out guy mm-hmm. on WEI.com. I put the defense because I thought the defense fought the good fight all night as a whole. Undermanned. Mm. Okay, I thought, the whole defense. I mean, there, yeah. but there are players. That- well, no, no, no. There was one that made it. Indi- one individual made it. But as a whole, I thought the entire defense fought the good fight for whatever it is, 70 minutes, mm-hmm. and weren't always in good positions, but and, and certainly didn't have their best players on the field due to injuries. We talked about it. Lawrence Guy out, Jalen Mills out, mm-hmm. two key cogs out there. And then at various times had players on the field that I know a lot of fans wouldn't really want on the field. We'll get to some of that in the thumbs-down category. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the whole defense scrapped and clawed. Now, the face of that would be Jack Jones because Jack Jones pick six, a rarity. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers has four in his career. Four total. That was, This was the second pick six at Lambeau Only Field. Only four in his long, illustrious career. Yes. Imagine that. Uh, well, he takes care of the football. He doesn't really get loose with the football too often. I think that's one of the things that Belichick likes about him is he gave him his read him his love letter about being too accurate, too smart, knowing too much about football in Bill Belichick's uh, postgame show. About how long did that run? A couple minutes? I don't know. Uh, Jack Jones, the pick six, the thing I found most interesting, he broke so well on the throw that he actually had to reach back and catch it. It was behind him. He almost (laughs) overran it and then, you know, had an easy jaunt to the end zone. He also had a forced fumble, fumble recovery. um, And Bill actually... Sort of um, honestly, I thought in the post game when asked about Jack Jones, mm-hmm. um, kind of said what I say about him: like he makes plays. Yeah, there's some other times where he kind of gives up plays. Like he is an exciting young player, aggressive. Um, for some reason, had a white hoodie on. Don't really understand why he had a white hoodie on on this night. The in Green conditions Bay. looked uh, beautiful, essentially autumnal, just <laughs> absolutely gorgeous out there. Let me ask you this: the way Jack Jones has played, or the way he's coming on right now. Mm. Do you think J.C. Jackson, for 36 times the price, would be playing any better? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, this is sports radio, so it's a fair question. Yeah, I do. I think J.C. Jackson's a better player right now. You do? Now, at some point, would you say, oh, well, we finally got this guy to play at that level, and it took 10 games, 12 games, 20 games, whatever, and now we're still only halfway through his rookie deal, and mm-hmm. we're, this is a great value? Yeah, that, that could happen. I think when healthy... J.C. Jackson's not healthy. He's coming off that ankle surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a better player, and he's a better playmaker. I think Jack Jones has shown more than enough potential where you're excited. And excited right now for me to say, when does he become your number one corner? That would be the next step for me. Forget all pro, pro bowl type player, anything like that. This is a secondary that lacks a number one corner. Jalen Mills is miscast in that role. A thousand percent. Your boys at PFF have him as the worst graded corner in the National Football League. John Jones is rated, or previous, uh, prior to today, I should say, rather, as the top rated corner ridiculous. this season so far. I mean, That's ridiculous. ridiculous. And it's it'll be over after today. After today, yes. Well, he's also be. Play- Actually, he's, I never assume with them. He's also playing out of spot. He's not an outside yes, corner. And he's that's the guy. problem. That's why I think if Jack Jones could ever solidify, even let's just say he's a starting outside corner. Not number one or or go-to, whatever, cover guy. If Jack Jones evolves into a starting outside corner, that is a big step forward for this second. Andy, there's got to be one more person on your thumbs-up list. Uh, Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones. Fine. Fine. I mean, that's his job. Well, you could say the same thing about everyone. It's Jack Jones' job to defend passes, try to pry fumbles loose, pick off passes. He was good. Marcus Jones was excellent tonight. He was good. You and I have been banging the drum and pitching here at the radio station 
and wherever else anyone will hear us, read us, etc. Please get Miles Bryant a out of the, sorry, nice person, but like he stinks. He's just not very good at football. And, or he's just, or he's just a little too slow for some of these speedy receivers that he's asked to cover. Yes, but he's not good at fielding punts. Well, he's, he's, that's not his fault. Several, he shouldn't have been back. He shouldn't there. be back there. So why did they wait until this week? That being said, we got a full first full dose of Marcus Jones he's as primary kick returner and punt returner. He was electric. Yeah, multiple good. times he put the Patriots almost in scoring range. Yes. Like 20 and 30 yard returns look to be the norm. Now, I don't know the PFF grades of Green Bay's special teams units, but what I do know is I saw someone who's shifty, who's quick, he's got that twitch. Hell, it might even make a nice slot receiver one day because, of course, he scored touchdowns, as we've gone over a million times, four different ways at college, and one of them was receiving. Before we go to the break, we'll come back with thumbs down. Sean's in Worcester. He's got a question for us, Andy, on six rings. What's up, Sean? Hey, what's up, Mike? I just wanted to know. Why didn't they let uh, Zappy throw more to loosen up the defense so that they could get the running game going more? Because they knew Green Bay knew when they that when he came in, they were they weren't he wasn't going to be throwing the ball, and he would you know they were just going to try and run it because so they didn't they didn't because they didn't need to. I mean, the way they played it, yeah, they but, went overtime. But he had some nice throws. He had some really nice throws when he had to. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he ever had to. to. That's why he had some nice throws. I think they did a good job managing it. And again, he's a fourth-round rookie who hasn't gotten many reps since training camp in the preseason and is about as green as green can be. Yeah, but still, Green Bay had the worst running attack in football, and the Patriots had the best. And if if you had them throw the ball, because once uh, Hoyer went out, all of a sudden you see everybody – loading the box and they the Patriots couldn't run like they usually do. All right, thank you so Mutt much. Mutt here. Thank you so much. Uh, Mutt here on the Six Rings post game oh, I'll be show. bringing that up tomorrow when I'm on with Mutt. <laughs> Speaking of a loaded Mutt, box. Mutt, I didn't know you were doing the uh, post game show with me Speaking now. Speaking of a loaded box, I think Sean may have been able to finish that. A... He emptied the box of wine. <laughs> I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Mutt here. Did you, like... I actually I had think no they, issue. I had no other issue than that. the 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 game on the line, right. overtime, yep. second, third, and fourth down. Let's say that three mm-hmm. play window. I think they managed it pretty well. Mm-hmm. They managed to get into overtime with a team that I don't think should have been in overtime with the Packers today. Like Mm-mm. they were undermanned. The town, like on the road, rookie QB. They managed it pretty well. Can we expect this effort from the Patriots more regularly now? You think? Is this the kind uh, of effort they're going to put up, or was a lot of this? Did a lot of the effort that they brought to the field tonight come from the world is picking against us, everyone doubts us, no one's giving us a chance, we got the backup, everyone's been up our proverbial you-know-what all offseason long, we're about to show up and show out. Well, I think some of it, that's always been the backup QB thing. Like, everybody feels like, I need to do 10% more, I need to do 5% more, I need to do more of my share because we don't have our leader, our quarterback, and Mac was that. Regardless of how he was playing, mm-hmm. Mac is the franchise QB and you're going to the backup, so... Yeah, I do think there's something to that, and I don't know if you can continue to do that week after week. I don't know if you're going to have to. We don't just – I mean, we have no idea when Mac is coming back. Nope. Or if he's wanted back. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm very curious. I'm very curious as to how much, like, love, the way people might fall in love temporarily with Zappy this week and just be like, I want to see this kid some more. Put him in. Put him in. Zappy's the future right here. Let's do it. Like He didn't throw any picks. I know. Well, obviously not. 
He only was allowed to throw the ball 14 times. You yourself said earlier that it was quite the conservative restraint that they showed in allowing him to sling it out there. He threw it 15 times, and on the 15th, he tried to throw back. Good point. (laughs) Good point. Almost did. I know. I still wish they allowed him to try. I I wish they allowed him to throw a 16th time on second and five. Maybe that would have been the 15th. Who knows? Well, it would have been at that point. That's how numbers work. Pats. Yeah, right. Shut up. Pats lose 27-24 to the Packers. We're talking about it here with you. We're processing, of course, Patriots coach Bill Belichick will be on the Greg Hill Show tomorrow morning. You're not going to want to miss that. That's going to be a uh, real chipper one tomorrow. Lots of great guests all week long here. Greg Hill Show starts at 6 a.m. tomorrow. You can listen here at 93.7 or on the Odyssey app. More thumbs down from Andy Hart when we come back. Your calls and everything else that goes into the Six Rings postgame show. Pat's Packers edition here on the Zap Zap Zappiest station in town. W-E-E-I.